What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Barbells of Charles podcast. I'm your host, Brett, back with episode 51. I hope you all had a, ap- a happy Easter. Happy Easter? A happy Easter. Um, Easter was last Sunday, and here we are. I hope everybody had a great Easter and had some time with family and whatnot and just enjoyed the great weather, at least locally. I don't know about elsewhere, but it was pretty fucking nice around here, and I cannot um, deny that fact. But here we are yet again. All right. First thing that I want to talk about this week because I absolutely loved it. Um, and I, I'm a big, big fan. As of last Friday, NF's new album, Hope, was released. I have been an NF fan now for probably six years or so. I mean, I was listening to him as a sophomore in high school or, yeah, roughly. Roughly around that time, so six, seven years. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. His album came out Friday. I think I've already listened to basically the whole album at least six times. Uh, absolutely amazing, honestly. Like, my initial thoughts, I listened through it at work and shit because I, I just was working by myself Friday, so I was just able to listen to it and enjoy it, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, the whole album itself was very interesting. I was sitting there, and I was thinking about it, and I was listening to it. And I really like it, and I love his music in general and him as an artist because he is so upfront and truthful with his um, audience and his fans about like his thoughts and feelings and the shit he's dealing with that I think he's probably the most honest out of uh, a, hand, a lot of artists and, um, and just upfront. And as a fan of NF and listening to him for years, but also listening to for basically practically his whole career and doing similar things to other artists myself that I've listened to basically people's entire like catalogs of music. I have to say NF might be the one artist that I know of me personally that I think he has progressively got better with each project he works on. Uh, I think he's grown as an artist so much throughout his career that each album, each project, his his mixtape, everything, every single time has gotten better somehow. And I feel like some of that has to relate with how he's grown as a person because you you can, if you go back and listen to it and, and understand his journey, you see it in the music himself and the albums, his attitude, his emotions, everything he's expressing you see how he changes as a person, and that, that's actually kind of cool because I don't feel like you always get that from an artist, and some artists just put out music to put out music, and um, and like someone like, uh, let's say Logic, big fan of Logic. I've listened to a lot of his shit, probably almost all of it, and I could, I mean, I love Logic. I think his shit's good. But I cannot say that the stuff he's put out in more recent years is the best stuff he's ever released. Like, he definitely has some good songs in those albums, not denying that. But as a whole in his his catalog, I could not say that this is better than the shit he posted last. So it's it's different. I feel like Logic was very, very talented and started early and was really good and just like flew with it and 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 he's also produced a lot more music than NF, so that is one thing to consider as well. But like NF in particular, I feel like he had natural talent for music and rap, but it took him a while to kind of 
um, like kind of grow into it, into what he is and like kind of has changed and adapted and learned and gotten better over time. Like he still came into it, like not super experienced. And, uh, I think that kind of shows that he's just gotten better through his career. But the one, one thing that I did notice was that this album released on Easter weekend and, uh, and kind of how Easter's like Jesus's uh, rebirth is, is is reawakening his um, him coming back to life practically, and then not only that but the name of his album being Hope. Um, I feel like he timed that purposefully. If not, I'm actually very surprised because if you know NF well and if you watched his music videos and his career, you know that he's come up from a very traumatized childhood a rough past uh very depressed and anxiety anger dealing with all these things and dealing with emotions and he's slowly but surely progressed and gotten out of that and gotten better over time and he's dealt with his his trauma and and shit and he's come i feel like almost full circle now and you see that in this album compared to some of his other albums especially his early albums this whole album itself i feel like consists of hope it has more of a a positive vibe to it in the sense of the um i feel like in general the the feeling he's putting onto the universe kind of with it and like his whole emotion in the songs everything in general is a lot more uplifting than some of his other music not saying that he doesn't talk about some real shit and stuff he's dealing with and how he he uh, is ha- has like deals with self esteem issues and anxiety and all these things, but I feel like in general the overall feeling of the the album was a lot brighter, and you even see that physically in the album, the cover, and then the way he dresses and the songs and the way everything's lit, and um, I feel like it also relates to how his life has changed basically since his last album in particular and how he's grown as a person like since he dropped his last album uh i think i don't even know if he was married yet at the time and then now he has a kid and his life's really changed progressed and he's uh kind of forgiven his mother he has a song about his mom again the the first song that he wrote about his mom being very sad and almost expressing his um pain and not totally understanding what was going on and blaming his mother for certain things and not understanding why she felt the way where this one was uh, a lot more of like accepting and, and uh, forgiveness and like moving on. And that like, I still love you and all this stuff. So like he, it, it kind of shows how his per- perspective has changed. And I feel like marriage and being a father has definitely had an effect on that. But I, I absolutely love the album. I think this was probably my favorite album of his, um, so far so this this is really cool i hope i hope we don't kind of wait technically four whole years to get another album uh, i mean technically his last music release was two years ago um in 2021 but i, I hope it doesn't take that long again because when he, i don't know because it's like when he does release his stuff it is really good but at the same time having to wait that long is really really rough especially when you do love the music um a certain artist puts out uh but he, he just did, I think, amazing. Like, the just some of the songs. Like, like I literally, from listening to some of his music and getting into it, like, I, his 
his stuff is stuff that I can just listen to and sit there and I get goosebumps from listening to his songs. And I think it's because I, you just feel the emotion and the heart and everything that he puts into it uh, compared to some other artists. Like there's definitely some artists out there. And I think it's in every industry that don't necessarily put their heart and soul into the, the music they make. And, and then there's some people you can feel it. Like it's not, it's not a, it's not something that you can necessarily always point out or it's not always obvious, but there's just certain songs and certain things that if you just listen to it, you feel the emotion that this person is projecting into the music. And I feel like that's when I really, really, really connect with the artist. Like I'll listen to shit just to listen to it. But there, there's some people that I'm like, I, I don't like, there's just the music they make. It's like, damn, there's a lot of, there's a lot of heart and soul in this thing. And he's one of those artists that I've always, I've always found a deep connection and he's helped me kind of get through stuff and, and understanding him dealing with emotion and all these things. And also I feel a lot of similarities, uh, him growing up in a small town in uh, Michigan. So not necessarily too far from me and just like how his life was not, not near as bad. I think he definitely had it worse by, by just the way he talks in some of his songs and, and shit. But at the same time, seeing some similarities and certain aspects and being able to relate a little bit with him allows me to build a, a better connection with him as an artist. And I mean, I've seen him perform twice uh, as an opener for logic at my first ever concert, not my first ever first ever concert that I personally chose and paid to go to. And um, then I saw him when he did the clouds tour. I was meant to see him in 2020 or I was planning on seeing him in 2020 uh, but that obviously got ruined because of COVID. I would love to see him during this tour. Sadly, he's not going to be in Indiana. And that's one thing that I'm trying to figure out because it's like, oh, man, where is he going to be close to? When does the concert fall on? Like several of the dates fall in the middle of the week. And I was like, uh, that sucks, especially with all of them being out of state or not. all. Well, yeah, all of them being out of state. So trying to figure out game plan there. I know I definitely want to see him in person. And um, I know me and a buddy's already talked like, shit, want to fly out to Denver to go CNF? Like, I, it's actually kind of tempting. Honestly, I could even, um, I think something that would be very interesting is uh, my buddy Noah lives out in Oregon. I think it would be cool. I think there is a date where he's out in Portland. I don't know when it is or if it's on a weekend or something, but like, should I be half tempted to fly out there and then run into Noah at the concert? That'd be really, really, really fucking cool. Um, but flying fucking 2000 miles to see a concert is a little ridiculous, but at the same time, it's a fucking story and a half, isn't it? And, uh, and he's one artist that it's like, if I get the chance, like I definitely want to see him perform again. Cause last time, especially when it was his own concert, first time seeing him open, it was good, but you know, it's, it's a different vibe when someone's opening compared to when someone's touring and doing their own thing they have more full control there's a lot more to it and the whole performance is is them and when i saw him last time it was absolutely amazing like the the overall show was great i i brought a friend with me that barely knew his music and he's like dude just off of the performance alone and and let alone the, the music and everything but just in general the vibe of the concert he was like 
this might be like in my top three. Like, and he's been to a lot more concerts than I have. And, and he's seen some very big artists and a lot of different people. And he's like, but this was awesome. Like the, the overall vibe and, and, uh, energy of the concert was great. And he just loved it. And he didn't even know, know his music that well, but he just enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, well that proves it. Like he is a very good performer, but, um, no, it's just, it was so much fun. And I, I've, I'm going to listen to this album so much more. I can't wait. I, that's one thing I'm waiting on is certain artists to hopefully release new music. Another person I'd be looking forward to is if MGK releases another album, uh, considering I thought he was going to release one sometime last year and now it is April. So, uh, I don't know when he's releasing his next album, but I hope some people do release some new music soon. I, I, I do love music. Um, I actually just listened to some Ray Schumer, which released, I think a new album. And I remember listening to them back in the day when they were first starting to blow up and grow. And honestly, the album I listened to, it wasn't bad. Like there's definitely some bangers and I'm like, this definitely reminds me of like 20, 15 a little bit when they were like starting to come up a little bit and just get grow as a uh artist and and obviously sway lee kind of went on his own and and did his own thing because his melodies and the sh- music he can make and his voice absolutely amazing and he's worked with some amazing artists as a feature on some great songs that uh it, w- it was interesting to see those two back together but hey i mean it was good it definitely reminded me of the old times with them and shit so that was kind of cool but, um, okay, what's going on with me? Real quick. Uh, okay. So, I've been studying a lot. Hopefully, I'll take the test next week for my real, 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 realtor's license. So, we'll see how that goes. Kind of excited, a little nervous, but I'm, I'm feeling good with it, honestly. Like, I still definitely need to go over a few things a little more, and I'm just taking the practice exams now. And, um, but I'm, I'm feeling better with it, definitely. But also, uh, let's talk about fitness. I, huh, oh man, if I would have went to a hospital or a doctor, let's say, the end of the day, Sunday night, I got my blood drawn, I would have been a, a diabetic, a diabetic levels, pre-diabetic <laughs> glucose levels for sure. If I had a continuous glucose monitor, I, it would have been horrifying to see how it was Saturday and Sunday. Uh, let's just say I weigh too much sugar and other shit. I had cakes. I had a shit ton of cinnamon rolls and yeah, it was chocolate and oh, it was bad. I, I, I'm kind of like an addict. I, I kind of binged and had a shit ton, um, basically Saturday evening to Sunday evening. And, uh, within 24 hours, I think I ate about 14 Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. I got a problem. Let's just say I've realized that if I, it's way better for me to stick to a routine because I, I control things. Not saying it's not bad to let loose a little bit every now and again. Obviously this weekend was a overkill, but you know what I mean? Like you gotta, I'm, and we all are in certain ways, but I'm definitely a creature of habit. And if I can try to stay to a specific routine and habit, I'll do a lot better than if I just kind of wing it and uh, I kind of winged it. And then not only that, but I realized that if I have junk food in my house, 
likelihood that it's going to get eaten is a lot higher. I typically don't like to waste food, so um, especially something like that. It's like, man, I don't want to necessarily keep it because uh, I don't necessarily want to eat it, but I don't want someone else to eat it because I know it's bad for you. But at the same time, I don't necessarily want to throw it away. So sometimes I'll just fucking binge it. So I knew I had a, a whole thing of cinnamon rolls Sunday night just because it was on sale. I don't know why I brought it. But um, and uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, hmm, I haven't ate anything this evening. Maybe I just get rid of those. I ate a whole fucking pan of cinnamon rolls Sunday night for my dinner and then ate like half of a chocolate bunny that my grandmother got me. <sighs> I felt like absolute shit Sunday. And and that after eating pretty fucking clean for quite some time and being in a deficit and trying not to eat too many, especially processed sugars and um, try, trying to eat clean for the most part honestly for most things mostly whole food items very minimally processed foods um and certain things and trying to keep two macros and a, and a, a calorie calorie deficit and all these things it really like when you do it for a while and then and then you really eat some shit like it hits so much harder because you realize oh fuck like i just feel like absolute garbage and then part of it at times is like and I felt like that for a long time. It was all to do with food. And so it just like shows you even more that like, yeah, like bad food just is, you don't realize the feeling food gives you. And uh, so it's just, it was just very interesting. And I'm like, man, I got to tone that down next time because that was a little fucking much. So this week I'm actually ma- ma- the, the, I'm maintaining. So uh, I'm not at a deficit this week. I'm actually trying to eat to maintenance. Um just to kind of help reset my metabolism. I was at a deficit for quite some time and I didn't want it. I didn't want my body to get used to it and adapt. So fucking brought it up and then next week I'll, I'll be back at it and probably drop it down again. Um, just to give my body a little rebound to be like, Hey, don't, don't get too used to it. Don't start holding on to that fat. Like we, we want to burn that shit off. So, um, it, it's, it's interesting, but I was listening to more like Max Lugavir. Dude, the people he has on his podcast, I, I absolutely love it. Like I said last week, I think it's probably one of my favorite podcasts now. Like I was listening to one today. I don't, I can't even tell you who it was, but um, and another guy Friday, and he was talking about guy was talking about circadian rhythms and how it has effects on certain things. And it's not necessarily just your sleep, but like being in a routine is really good. You want to be fasted, so you don't want to necessarily snack all the time. But like if you have your last meal of the evening you want to have a decent amount of time before you break your fast, your breakfast. And, um, you want to at least have a 12 hour window from your last meal to your first meal, if not more. And sometimes having a little longer delay, there's been shown benefits. Um, not only that, but, um, what, what else was he talking about? He, he was talking about how your body does function on a routine that when it comes to sleep and a bunch of things, and that if you actually change up when you're eating all the time or when you're breaking your fast for the first time and when you're first eating your calories for the day or any calories of the day, even liquid or whatever with coffee and creamer or something like that, um, or just when you eat in general, if you do it too often, you'll actually get negative benefits or at least it will affect your body in a negative way where your metabolism might not be working optimally. Your gut microbiome will not be ready for it as well and that your body actually prepares itself when it knows that you typically eat around this time. So if you change it up, it won't function optimally. 
Same with, uh, he talked about like going to bed and eating real late. That the whole reason, you want to eat about three hours before you go to bed. And it's not necessarily that, like the old myth was that if you eat too close to bed or too late, you'll just gain, like you'll hold on to the weight. That's not necessarily true. Your body will still function as normal and digest it. But he did show that the reason why that there is an issue is that there is such a thing as nighttime diabetes. And that because in the evening, melatonin rises, your pancreas kind of shuts down. If you eat too late in the evening, when it, it when it's past your normal time and you're getting closer to bed, your body will not be able to produce insulin. So it will keep your glucose, your blood glucose levels up overnight and basically put you in a pre-diabetic state. And I was like, wow, I did not know that at all. And I definitely have probably done that to my body for most of my life. So I was like, huh, that's actually kind of wild. So and he said not only that, but you do get a thermogenic effect when eating, that it actually heats your body, and when your body temperature rises, it's harder to fall asleep. So that's also another reason why you don't want to eat too close to bed, is because it will make it a little harder for you to sleep. But he just talked about certain things and how how your body systems run on a routine, and not only that, but he talked about how. Um, Working out in late afternoon is actually probably the most optimal that he said that that's when your uh, circadian rhythm is at its peak and uh, peak body temperature is really good for performance. So he even talked about how records and stuff had been broken in the Olympics better and people have broken their records easier later in the afternoon because the body's just naturally more um, adapted and, and able and I found that kind of interesting. I feel like I had heard that at one point. But then it's also really weird because it's like, man, you don't want to work out too close to the evenings because you'll also raise your core body temperature even more. So it might make it a little harder to, to sleep. So it's also really weird. It just depends on people's schedules and what they do. And it's like, hmm, right now I'm working out in the morning or I had been. So it's kind of like, do I keep working out in the morning? Do I change it to work out in the evening again? Um, it just kind of depends and I'm like, huh, shit, what do I do then? Because, um, it, it is kind of interesting to think about cause it's like, oh, would working out in the evening actually be better for me in the long term? And, and I, I think for most people, there's both benefits to either, um, when it comes to mentally, like getting stuff out of the way, starting your morning that way. Um, also f- like working out in a fasted state has shown benefits and typically I, I do that especially if I work out in the morning. So um, it, it was it was interesting. It was like making me really think about it. It's like, oh, maybe if I do PRs or something, I'll make sure I do it at like, I don't know, 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe I'll do a little better. Um, so it, it's just interesting. But I think also <laughs> when it comes back to me doing the calorie deficit, whoo, I think honestly getting into it that last week, I was definitely losing a little bit of energy and I'm not even at a major deficit, but just being in a deficit for so long, um, even a slight one, it catches up to your body eventually. So I think that's one reason why I was like, you know what? I want to have a little reset of, uh, supplying just enough calories. So I, I don't feel as tired. And, um, I mean, I feel all right the past couple of days, you know, besides all the sugar and, and, carbs and fats um but so i i'm i'm maintaining and uh i haven't been to the gym honestly in like five days right yeah some of that four four days and um part of it is uh, i just want to kind of study and get this done 
I really want to get this test done before I um, kind of get back after the gym. So I don't know. I was thinking I'll just do some body weight stuff, you know. But I, I mean, it's like every every podcast I listen to from him, I'm 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 taking in something, and and he also talks about like different. He should. I I mean, he's made me aware of different companies and um, supplements, and it's like, man, I really gotta contemplate my supplement game. You know what I mean? So that there's some shit I know I know I want to make sure I'm doing better because. I know I've always been a picky eater and when it comes to certain things, when it comes to like vegetables and certain fruits and stuff. And for me, for a long time, it's texture. And then also uh, part of it is the lack of knowledge on how to prepare foods and, and cook things to actually make certain things taste good. Because I think you can cook and make some very, very healthy meals, but there's a lot of difference between someone that knows what they're doing with those items and someone that has no fucking clue what they're doing. And so for me, it's like, it's not that I don't necessarily want to eat healthier than certain things and have more, more greens and veggies and, and all these things. Part of it is just a lack of knowing how to make shit good. So, um, I also think that in certain instances when it comes to supplementation, that's like, yeah, I definitely need to stay on that because I know that in certain instances and probably with certain macros or micronutrients, I'm, I'm probably missing some shit in my diet for sure. And most people are. So it's like if I'm at least getting the supplements I need to help optimize my body to get it the the right nutrition, um, doesn't mean I don't want to eat like shit and I don't want to keep trying to um, up my nutrition in whatever form I can. But it at least is like, okay, I'm at least at a good baseline anything more I do is just in an extra positive, you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, when I, when I used to, when I first started supplementing, the only thing I was taking there for a while was creatine and protein shakes. It was the first ever like supplement I ever took. And then from there it just kind of grew. And I, I, I took some zinc for a while and I did some other stuff and I took some fish oils and I did this and I, I, I've always balanced it around. Honestly, I need fish oils back in my shit. I haven't done that in a minute that's not good. I need those. Um, but then like I got onto athletic greens and I started taking that and I'm like, okay, yeah, I like this. Like it just, you got to kind of find what works the best and, and, um, reputable companies and, and supplements and, and shit. And I, it's definitely very important, but it's something that I'm always trying to learn a little more about because it's like, I do like training and I do like doing other things, but, um, I don't know. I, I definitely feel like now I it's all important, but I think in all reality in certain instances, it's like the more I learn, it, it's like, fuck sleep's probably like 50% of uh, like, it's definitely the number one importance when it comes to your, how you feel, how you recover and just everything when it comes to your health almost where it's like, I feel like diet's almost like 25, 30% and then uh, of that. And then, exercises like 20 like you need all of them to be like good you got to be mobile you got to exercise you got to get your cardio you got to do weight resistance um just for all the different benefits from them but at the same time if you don't have a great diet uh some of the things you do in the gym just it won't work out and and i think there's definitely a spectrum when it comes to uh your diet but especially how I was like raised and originally eating and how I was doing stuff. Yeah. It's like, no, of course I'm not going to fucking look good and, uh, and look healthy or feel great. It, it, I mean, 
it makes sense. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta figure that out because it's like, if you optimize your food intake just a little more, you're going to recover faster. You're going to feel better when you do go to the gym, you're going to feel better all the time. You're going to get the right nutrients you need. So it's like, you can't completely put that out of the window because that's still very, very important. But then at the same time, it's like, if you don't exercise, you, you do get a buildup of anxiety and tension and, and, uh, all this other stuff. And then you feel weak and fatigued possibly, or all this stuff that is like also really good to just let it out and, and do some good exercise. So it's like, you got to have a little bit of both, but it's like sleep is also very, very important. And I'm realizing how important those two are. I feel like in particular, I feel like sleep for the most part in my life, I had naturally been pretty good about it most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, at least compared to most people my age, I've always done decent with that. It was definitely out of those, out of those three categories, um, the one I lacked the most for the longest time and, and even more closer to the present was my nutrition and and then second would have been physical activity because in high school I can tell you right now I didn't necessarily sit on the couch all day or do anything like I I was in 4-H I was active I showed pigs I did stuff I wasn't necessarily just sitting inside all the time but at the same time I was not that physically active I was definitely not fucking running I was not doing shit I was not weightlifting I was not doing jack I wasn't in sports hardly so for me changing both of those for my body is like oh shit this has never happened before so it's like when I start seeing results it's like damn like fuck why was I doing this this whole time (laughs) like especially the past couple months I like I said I I think I mentioned this last week I think I've had the most impact on my physique when it comes to slimming down probably the most in the past two this year than I have the past three not saying I hadn't lost some weight in the past three but I feel like if anything my body just had a slight recomposition I I like didn't necessarily get skinnier I stayed about the same weight I just lost a little bit of fat put on a little bit of muscle and and was definitely a good change and I needed that and I definitely needed to put on some muscle but at the same time I feel like it's been in the past couple months that I've actually like started to lean down just a little bit and and um start to see the progress a little more and so it's it is it is nice to do it's something i think i think i i would like to see where i could get you know like i think everybody in their life should definitely at one point see their full potential and it's like i i want to see that younger than older you know i mean like i don't want to wait till i'm 50 to to kind of try to turn my life around like these are all habits and things that i want to I want to try optimizing and starting when I'm young. Like, yeah, it might be a journey for me and I might not have it perfect and how I necessarily want to do things and completely optimize for another four years or some shit. But it's like, even then I'll be 25. And then it's like, if I just keep what I'm doing up and just stay on it and be consistent with whatever it is, I, I figure out and how I like to do things and what, what rotations I do when it comes to exercise and how I eat and certain foods and whatever like if I just keep that up then for the next 50 60 years like how am I going to feel like is it going to be way worth it and I'm going to be way ahead of other people that don't realize and make those changes till later so it's like I I just want to try to try to figure out and develop those habits now when I'm younger instead of waiting another 10 15 years to really get it started like my dad was always a bigger kid when he was in high school 
he always had that farmer strength. That was the thing. I thought I had farmer strength for some reason. I think it was because I thought I was big. And I was big, but not muscular-wise at all. And and unlike my dad, like, he actually had farmer strength. Like, yeah, he was a big kid, and he was a big guy, but the dude could fucking lift. And, like, if he went into the weight room or some shit in high school, like, he was curling 120 pounds. Like, he was he was a big dude. Like, he was strong. And he just was not lean at all. Like, he was not, not very lean, not super muscular, but he just had strength. And, and he kind of got into exercise and didn't necessarily go into diet. Like, the way he lost weight and got into shit was definitely a way someone loses weight and gets shredded um, in, like, the, what would have been, like, early 90s, where it's just, like, I ate a lot of salads, I didn't eat as much. And I did a lot of crunches, curls, push-ups, and, and, like, all that stuff. Like, very old school in the way of thinking where it's, like, never counted calories, never tracked protein, never took supplements, never went to an actual gym. I had, like, fucking 10 pairs of dumbbells at home and just did whatever. And it's, like, you do that. You still can do that today. But, like, my dad did that. And when he was, I'm trying to think how old he was, uh, I'm going to say mid to late 20s. My dad at one point had a six pack and was pretty fucking shredded. And for him and my fan, and compared to the rest of my family, like that was pretty fucking impressive. And then he had a, he was a partier. Um, he definitely did not prioritize recovery and sleep and other things, and definitely probably did not do a lot of cardio. And uh, not only that, but he he injured himself and and did other shit, and he fell out of it, and then he never got back into it again. And and then it just kind of spiraled. And so it's like, well, fuck, like he, he fell out of it. Like he got into it for the most part, but then fell out of it and then never got back into it. And it's like, I, I I don't necessarily want that. Like, like I had an injury last year. I don't even know how I did it, but well, fuck, this might've been two years, closer to two years ago now, but I, I fucked up my left shoulder. I don't know what I did. I don't know if it was in bench or military press or what I did, but there for a while I went to do some military press or something and and some shoulder exercises, and I could barely do the bar because of my left shoulder. It hurt so bad. And so I, and it took like months and months before it fully recovered. So I had to go super lightweight, basically just doing the bar for a while, only doing specific exercises, just trying to get some activity in the muscle, trying to get some blood flow in the area, and just taking it very easy. I couldn't do certain exercises for a long time. And just going very easy on my shoulders. And and, uh, it, and it did suck. Because it was like, man, I really want to target those areas a little more. But I wasn't able to. And I just had to be very easy and kind of let it heal and recover. Or there's been times I was doing something. I don't even remember what I was doing. I might have been doing a bench. And I kind of felt something pop. And and I kind of felt something pull one time. And I was like, ooh, why, like what was that? And I went and I, I tried to do it again, like the next set. And I immediately had felt something like pulled. And I was like, mm I was like, you know what? I'm done. And I, I don't even know if I finished my workout or if I just went and did cardio. I can't even remember. But I, I, it happened a few times where like there was times where I felt something. I felt like I was pulling something and I was taking something a little too far. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to call it. I'm not going to fucking hurt myself. Like I'm done for the day. I'm going to head home. 
and I just I would let I would leave because I'm like I'm not gonna keep pushing myself for another 20 minutes and do some other shit and fuck my shoulder up or fuck my chest up or wh- whatever it was or give myself a hernia or some shit and hurt myself even more. It's like if I feel something's off a bit, it's like I rather take over precaution not to make it worse to make sure I don't have a long-term injury. So it's like, I'm just going to fucking pull it and leave it. So like, luckily since I've been exercising, that's the only injury I've had. And I don't even know what it was. I think I just kind of tore something in my shoulder and it took, it took some time for it to kind of heal, but it's, it's good now. Other than that, I don't think I've ever really done anything where I've had any injuries, but it's like, eventually that is a reality that happens where it's like, if you're working out and you're doing shit, likelihood of you injuring yourself somehow, some way is is likely like it's just it's gonna happen just because of the consistency and what you're doing to your body so it's like okay what do you do when you get that injury you just kind of do you stop no at least that's not my plan and uh so it's just it's interesting and I, i think fitness and health is just so important especially for people nowadays and dealing with mental health it's like if you get both of those things in order i think all of those things if you mental health is very mental health is a very complex issue and I've dealt with it and I've witnessed people deal with it my sister deals deals with it friends deal with it and we all deal with it in some form or another and I've seen some fucked up shit and I've dealt with some fucked up shit and it's not fun it never is but at the same time, especially when I look at myself and then other people I know or other people around the country or, or just if you just looked at the statistics, it's like also the amount the amount of those people that are getting a lack of sleep or shitty quality sleep or never exercising or eating super processed foods and never never taking care of themselves, it not saying it's a cause for some of these issues but it definitely makes sense that they just make those situations worse and that they're not helping by any means. It, it's kind of like when I was reading the shit on the book and how he was talking about how la- like shitty sleep or lack of sleep when you have cancer is like pouring gasoline on a fire. It's like not saying that this is totally a cause of mental health issues or depression or anxiety, but definitely not taking care of yourself physically when it comes to sleep, diet, or exercise, is going to cause those to be worse and the symptoms to be worse. And you're just going to feel crappier. And so it it's something that I wish more people took seriously a, a little bit. Like, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I, find, I find that it's helped me so much. Um, I feel like I felt most of the benefits, honestly, from working out originally more mentally than I did physically because like I said when I first started I didn't touch my diet at all so I didn't know what calories I was getting I didn't know how much protein I was getting I like I was not necessarily eating that great I at the time I was eating better than I had in the past but when it comes to overall standards it was still not amazing and so the the first benefits I felt when it came to exercise was more the mental thing like mental clarity confidence like like just overall just felt better and felt like I had control over my life and and over my body, my mind a little bit and kind of putting up with the bullshit. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to fucking do this. This is going to be a rough workout. Noah's going to kick my fucking ass. But guess what? I'm going to wake up at 430 and I'm going to get to his house at five and we're going to go fucking bust our ass for an hour in his goddamn garage. And 
and I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to enjoy it by the end of it. And I'm going to feel good. And I'm going to feel better than I did if I didn't do it. And like there for a while, like I'm, like I said, I can have confidence in myself. And there's been times I, I've had, I've thought way too highly of myself or been way com- more confident than I probably should have been considering how I looked or the situation or whatever. But it's like, I don't know what it was, but it's like when I first started working out, I thought I, I didn't necessarily think I was hot shit, but it definitely boosts my confidence level up way fucking higher than it did for a long time. And I think part of it was starting to work out and notice that I was getting a little stronger and realizing I was having an impact on my physical well-being and like all these things. And it, and it allows you clarity and, you're, and you get hyped up like about yourself and you're like, dude, you're like, fuck yeah. Like I'm doing that. And it's like I wasn't even necessarily changing that much physically. I was maybe getting a little stronger, like putting on a little muscle, losing a little fat. But when it came to my appearance, I was not changing that much. But for some reason in my head, I thought I was some hot shit. It's not necessarily a bad thing to have that confidence. Like, it's not. But definitely looking back at it, I was like, man, that was not necessarily warranted. But at the same time, it's like I also love myself for, like, having that mindset sometimes where it's like, there's times I shouldn't be as confident as I am, but there's other, like, you know what I mean? And, and I my, my brain just kind of overrides it. But then there's other times I'm not confident at all. So it just depends on the day. But, like, looking back at it in certain situations, I was like, man, for some reason, I thought I was some fucking motherfucker model of some sort in whole reality I, w- I was not like I feel like me personally I've I probably looked bad I feel like this physically is the best I've ever looked in the face on the body like all of it and and uh and so looking back at myself and how I acted sometimes I'm like hmm I really thought highly of myself like I said not a bad thing but every once in a while you're like Brett were you all right <laughs> but um all right, so I, I didn't have a whole lot of whole lot to talk about this week, as you can probably tell. I kind of rambled, but you know what? I, I kind of I, I love getting into those topics and I love talking about those things. I think health and well being is very important. I love music and and those artists, but I thought I haven't done it in quite some time that I would pull a few cards from Spark, but I would like to pull it from a Spark edition. Um, limitations are perceptions. So I was going to just pull a handful of cards uh, by handful. I mean like two or three just to see what I can pull out of here and maybe answer a few of these questions on the card. Let's see. What's this one? Do you have a value that you don't wait? Do you have a value you, that you don't believe anymore? Uh, ooh. Um, do I have a value that I don't believe in anymore? You know what? I don't. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of anything that I feel like I valued in the past, or or in general things that I value in people, that for some reason. I don't I don't believe in anymore, or even in myself. No, I honestly I don't think so. At least nothing I can think of off the top of my head. Name three things to remember when you don't believe in yourself. Ooh, uh, three things you remember. Um, the one that your younger self probably would not believe where you are now. I think that's that's always important. It doesn't matter who you are, um, or where you are. That that at one point your past self would not have necessarily um thought that you would be where you are in whatever situation or 
thought you would have been better off or worse off, whatever, you know? So I think for me, like imagining my past self seeing me now, I, th I think would be one. Um, the, you know, there, you can only, I think number two would just be like, you can always keep growing and progressing. So there's like, there's no stopping when it comes to knowledge and growth. So I think that's always one thing. It's like you can all, uh, and, and then I would say number three is like failures are, you, you, failures don't necessarily set you back. I'd say that's number three. I, it's not necessarily worded how I want it to, but in the sense of like, I don't feel like failures are an actual loss. I feel like failures are a ch opportunity to, to learn and hopefully do better. So I, I think those might be those three. Okay. Who's the first person you call after something great happens in your life? At the moment, I would say my sister. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the same for her. I feel like we're the first, first people we call, um, but just would depend on the situation. Uh, Noah would definitely be up there most of the time. Honestly, we haven't talked in a hot minute, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'd probably say right now I'd probably be Bailey. I, I don't know if I could say if it's any, anybody else necessarily. Uh, what obstacle do you think could make you freeze your dream? Ooh, I, ooh, an obstacle that could make me freeze my dream. I, I mean, right now, real estate, I think, is my dream. Kind of being an entrepreneur, like doing stuff with the podcast. I don't know what obstacle would make me freeze that dream. Uh, at least anything that's realistic. Like I, I'm literally thinking in my head, like a death in the family, uh, sudden pregnancy, which doesn't make sense. Anything though, that would make me not be able to continue my dream. And I, I don't know if at this moment there would be one unless I got diagnosed with something terrible. That'd be like the only, only thing I think. Uh, have you ever had, to distance yourself from friendships or family to focus on your dreams or goals. Yes. And I, I would kind of say I've done that more recently, honestly. Um, part of it's not, sometimes it's not even consciously, but I've definitely done it where I've done stuff and worked on the podcast or certain things in the past where it's like, I would focus on myself. I, I feel like I've done that in the past year more than I have ever in the past where it's like, okay, I'm going to the gym. I'm going on a run. I'm going bike riding. I got to paint everything in this room. I got to fucking put this shit together, buy this furniture, set up the podcast, buy the PC, re edit, record. I got to read a book. Uh, I got to study. I got to work on shit around my house. I got to, I got to budget. I got to watch shit. Not saying I don't necessarily spend time not, always doing shit productively because who doesn't but I feel like it's been more recently in my past that I've actually um disconnected from my friends and family a little bit um at times like there'd be times like I mean like I'm renting my mother's house uh and my mom does not live super far away but I don't necessarily go see her that that often or I might not even talk to her practically the whole week or like me and Noah used to talk at least once a week if not four or five times a week when he was living here. I mean, I was seeing him three, four times a week and we were hanging out. Um, but obviously now he's 
and uh, across the country. Um, same with my sister now being at college. So like some some of these things have happened naturally where they're also focusing on themselves in a way and doing their own thing. But at the same time, um, yeah, I, I definitely have a little bit. Or there's times where my, my friends are like, oh, I want to go out. Let's do this. And there's times I'm like, sure. Then there's other times I'm like, nah. And so I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like you have to do that a little bit uh, every now and again. And I feel like especially if you're trying to work towards your dreams or especially when you're young and just trying to focus on yourself. Like not saying fr friendship and family is super important and you should definitely – have those moments and enjoy the time with those people and just kind of live in the moment and have a good time. But at the same time, every once in a while, you got to take some time to yourself and be a little selfish. And I, I've done that. Name a habit that helps you stay inspired. Is there another habit that you could help that could help inspire you further? Uh, I feel like habit that keeps me inspired would probably just be listening to podcasts um, music or like reading books, just, uh, taking in someone else's creative ability and taking in some form of knowledge that kind of helps me think about things differently. Um, other habits would keep me inspired would probably in general, just be going to the gym and exercising. I feel like it almost like inspires myself because I also see other people like doing it. And like, I'll watch like I don't know, bodybuilding clips on YouTube or other, other fitness people. And I'm like, yeah, exercise is fun. Or, or uh, David Goggins. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to, time to get some shit done. <laughs> Name three people that believe in your dreams or goals the most. Um, Three people that believe in my dreams and goals the most. I would probably say my sister. My sister... Um, I would say normally, like I would say normally Noah, but I'll be honest, like I said, we haven't talked, we haven't talked in a while, but I, I think honestly, he'd probably still be up there and maybe Freddie, Freddie, Fred or Freddie or one of my coworkers, one of my coworkers, yeah, Fre Freddie's kind of up there. He doesn't necessarily always convey it or say it, but we've talked about some shit, and he's like, no, nah, you got this. And, uh, you know, there's times that you get in your own head, and it sucks. So, but, yeah, I, I would say maybe those three people. Um, what advice would you give your younger self at what age and why? <sighs> you know what? I'd probably tell myself, probably as a teenager, like, I, I don't know a specific age, but, like, it only gets better from here like you know what i mean like between that and just stay motivated and and disciplined like i just to like stay motivated stay disciplined and stay curious like those i feel like are very very important things uh, like curiosity and i feel like that's honestly i feel like that's what motivates me the most half the time is a curiosity to learn more and I've always been that type. I, I find interests in random things and or about random topics and I want to learn more and I'll watch a video on it. Like today I watched a video on hypothetically like why haven't we noticed other life um, elsewhere and 
could they already be around us and are we fucked? Like a bunch of shit. And like, could we be the first major life to um, propagate and be uh, uh what's the word? Uh, space bearing, like blah blah blah. And it's just like super weird, random, hypothetical shit. But I find it fascinating, and I'll I'll watch a video on it and do stuff. So I don't know. Curiosity is is very important. I feel like. All right, we'll do the last one. What is a misconception people have about you. How does it make you feel? I feel like I've answered this with Bailey once. Um, so I'm going to skip that one. Which areas of your life would you like to have a mentor? Ooh, which areas? Of, uh, hmm, I think broadly career. Um. Just and that that's very broad. Uh, I mean, I I don't feel like I would want. I wouldn't say I feel like I want or need, but like a, a fitness or nutrition mentor. I feel like those would be very beneficial, but I don't feel like that's where I would benefit from a mentor the most. I think just having a mentor in, when it comes to career, finance, business, like those those kind of things, um, would be the most beneficial for me personally. But, yeah, I mean, hey, those, those are interesting cards. Let's just say I'm hoping to possibly have a surprise for you guys as of next week's episode because it is the one-year anniversary, so I'm looking forward to that. I hope you guys are too. Um, I always forget to say this, but be sure to like and subscribe if you haven't already. Share with your friends. Click that bell notification down below so you are updated when I post videos. And I'm sorry, guys, I'll eventually get some more shorts out there. I know. I, I want to make them in bulk to make it easier just have a bunch so I can get them uploaded for you guys and get stuff out there. Uh, be sure to follow the Instagram if you haven't already. Listen on Spotify. Follow on Spotify. All of it. All of it down below. And uh, I will see you guys all next week. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. And hit the gym. Lift some weights. But I'll see you guys all later. Peace out.